There is no guarantee for success, but there are ways to get closer to it when you do the right things. Who you surround yourself with is just as important as what you do. Finding the right people, the right classes, the right activities, and taking the right tests are all decisions that shape your future. Find out more today on Destination University with Dr. Cynthia Colon. Dr. Colon and her guests will give you the tips you need, whether you're a student, parent, or educator. Now, here is your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon. Welcome to Destination University. If you are a college-bound teen or a champion of one, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. We're running a special series interviewing real teens with real dreams who've been admitted to college. I'm your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon, author of the book, Be Committed, Get Admitted, and founder of Dream College Academy and College Essay Bootcamp. Wherever you are tuning in from, you are in for a treat. Grab your beverage of choice and a notepad because you're going to hear some golden nuggets from our big star today, Malik. Today, you're going to learn what Malik did right, any regrets he might have, and he'll reveal exactly where he's headed to his dream college coming very, very soon. So without further ado, we're going to get started with Malik. Hi, Malik. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. I hope everyone is also doing well and that um, you enjoy the show. Oh my gosh, they are going to get some treats from you for sure. So, you know, let's just dive in in terms of, uh, we have campers, alumni campers uh, from all over the country. And so you're no different. So share exactly, you know, where you're from, literally what high school you went to, where you're tuning in from and anything about maybe you, your family, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So my name is Malik, uh, as Dr. C said. Um, I currently live in Alexandria, um, Virginia, which is about 10 minutes outside of DC. I go to Alexandria City High School and I've lived here for the past um, six years. And I really loved it here. Um, My mom and I originally moved from Pennsylvania. And before that she was overseas, and uh, but I'm loving it here. Oh, that's great, that's great. Now, uh, you should all know, those of you who are watching or listening, that Malik and I met when Malik was just finishing his freshman year. So we've known each other quite some time. So it's great to see you, Malik. Um, let's start with the juicy stuff. Don't give away where you're going, you know, where you've chosen, but give us a sense of all the different college you were, you know, you have the luxury of having a lot of choices. So where were you admitted to college? Mm-hmm. So um, to start with some of the um, local schools in Virginia, um, I got into JMU, um, Univer- uh, Virginia Commonwealth University, um, Virginia Tech, and then also William & Mary. Outside of that, I did look at some other places like um, I got into Tulane, um, Alabama, and Penn State. Wow. You were looking, were you looking for sort of that traditional kind of uh, college experience? It sounds like from the schools you mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things I also did was um, Chase Merritt. So that was also where um, a lot of the schools I was getting money from. But um, yeah, I do. I am a big um, sports guy and I love a campus culture. And that's definitely something that I look forward to when I take the next steps in the college. Now, you know what? I've interviewed a few students already and um, we haven't really touched on the merit, but you know, can you just say a few words? Like, it's it. it did you have to do s- several steps, or was it just by applying to the college you were sort of automatically in the running for merit money? Mm-hmm. So, um, it definitely started with research. Um, my mom and I worked, um, especially since 
um, freshman, sophomore year, just looking at um, different things that I might be able to just automatically qualify for, and then also um, scholarships that I like that I directly applied to those to the schools. So it was a little bit of both, but um, at some of the bigger schools, um, there I was definitely automatically given some aid um, just yeah. based on my test scores. Yeah, you did really well with that merit aid. So good for you for doing that. So um, what our listeners like to know is, you know, in terms of someone like you, you had uh, riches of, of choices here. So looking back on your four years of high school, what did you do right? What, what would you say you did really well? And if you were giving advice to someone who's just starting on their journey, what would you say? Um, so number one, I would say the thing that helped me the most was um, staying organized and um, setting myself a schedule. I was very involved throughout my school with both um, sports and extracurriculars. So in order to keep a balance, I felt that throughout the four years, I really needed to set um, times where I could um, specify whether I'm studying, um, working on projects, or just um, having little me time. And I think that that balance really um, allowed me to succeed. Um, additionally, uh, working with teachers um, was something that I definitely would recommend to um, any student that um, is going through the same process, um, whether it's just um, getting like letters of recommendation or um, just in, in a class where you're struggling. I feel like I've learned so much from the teachers that surrounded me. Um, a lot of them have been teaching for numerous years and uh, their insight really allowed me to have an insight into the college application process. And then um, I would say another piece of advice that I would give is to stay consistent. It can be um, very difficult um, to navigate through the different things that you experience in high school, but um, staying consistent and showing up every day in the classroom and outside of that is definitely very important. I, that's my the favorite piece of advice that you have is to stay consistent. This is I often say this is a temporary part-time job, but you know, can you give an example of of what that meant for you to stay consistent? Where did you have sort of something that you were trying to chip away at every week, or what what does that look like? Mm -hmm. So um, I think a good example is um, last year in my AP calculus class. That's definitely the um, course that I struggle with the most. Um, the second quarter, I got a really bad grade that like um, definitely didn't reflect the effort that I was putting in. But um, I still I pushed through and told myself that after winter break, I would show up um, every day after school and just work towards a goal of improving my grade and just really um, learning the material that would benefit me in the future. Hmm, interesting. Another thing that you that I've heard you talk about before is just surrounding yourself with like-minded um, friends and, and people. So um, what does that look like? Or how did you sort of, you know, in terms of high school, what did that look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I forgot to mention that. But um, yeah, I would say, um, especially with the organizations um, that I was involved in, um, like, I would say the number one place where I found like minded rules was in the um, Academy of Finance, because of that, that is what I want to pursue um, in college. And it was just really exciting to see um, how similar and also how different we could be, um, just like gleaning off pieces of insight that they had, whether it was in a group project or just um, in general, just conversations, um, learning more about people who um, want to succeed academically and really wanna make the um, next steps to succeed. Oh, so good, so good, Malik. Well, you know, you um, had some great success. So 
share with everyone sort of like your highlight reel. If we were to sort of go back and sort of make a 60 second little video of, of all the great things that you did, what, what were, what are some of the top key things that you were involved in or did, you know, outside of class? Mm -hmm. So um, I'll start with um, probably like the, the extracurricular that I valued the most. Um, that was my time as um, event coordinator for my school's key club. Um, I was involved in the program all four years of high school, but um, in my junior year, I was finally able to make the step up and work as event coordinator, um, which meant that I was able to uh, plan events through with my school through different organizations throughout the city. And I feel like that um, that specific experience and just allowing the other people to um, to work with the different agencies really um, was something that was meaningful to me. Um, additionally, I did um, four years of cross country and track at my school. And that was where I was able to meet um, some of the friends that I still hold very dear um, to my heart. And um, another extracurricular was actually through Dr. Cologne herself. Um, I was able to work um, through Junior College Academy. And I feel like my leadership skills were really put to the test um, in certain situations that I had never experienced before. Um, just helping students um, like, like maybe even you watching this um, find the, the place for their next home. Um, additionally, specifically um, for my interest, um, which is business slash finance, um, as I said uh, a little earlier in the podcast, I was involved in the Academy of Finance. I also did um, DECA and FBLA, which is Future Business Leaders of America, and was able to compete um, throughout my high school. Mm. We've had some other students who've done DECA. What does DECA stand for and what was the competition like? Mm -hmm. So I think um, it stands for Distributive Education um, Curriculum of America. And um, the competition that I specifically competed in was um, sports and entertainment marketing, but um, it's more broad throughout all of business, whether it be um, like, whether it be business pitches or role plays. I specifically did a role play where I was put in a scenario and I had to think on the fly about how to improve a business. Mm, so good. So what I heard Malik say, those of you who are watching and listening, <clears throat> he had, you have this sort of uh, grouping of activities that you did that were would fall under the line along the lines of sort of community service you know you, your event coordinator and you were sort of you know tapping into service activities and then also he mentioned dream college academy which we run and you were uh, a mentor to students who basically go to a school that 85 uh, percent of them are free and reduced lunch so very um, underserved community that you were that you were working with and then there's this other group of uh, activities that you did that aligned with your interest in business, which ultimately you you applied to. So I see those two two buckets. And of course, you did the um, track and field, as you said. But uh, were you were you sort of strategic about that? Like, were you were always seeking out those business activities, or um, when did you kind of put together that that's what you wanted to do uh, as possible major and a career? Mm -hmm. So coming into high school, I actually didn't want to pursue business. Um, I was looking more at the STEM side. So my freshman year, um, I did kind of plan it out strategically and I applied to the STEM program at my school. But um, after my first year, I kind of decided that wasn't necessarily for me. So I looked um, for other outlets that could maybe align with um, what I want to do in the future. And I would say about my sophomore year, um, I was in the, that's when I applied to the Academy of Finance at the end of my um, freshman year. And after my experience in the, um, in the academy, that's pretty much when I decided um, that, yeah, I would um, try and apply for things like FBLA and DECA. So it was somewhat strategic, but in the beginning, it wasn't um, as planned. 
but good for you for knowing that or figuring out that that's not really what you wanted and then making a pivot. So that's a, that's a good golden nugget right there for sure. Um, okay. So one of the things that, you know, what I liked, what I like the most is when students really share their real truth. I mean, this process is not for the faint of heart, you know, it's their ups and downs and everything. So if you're being honest and you're being candid with everyone, what's the, is there anything that you would do differently or that you regret or um, that you, you know, you had a bump in the road, anything that you can share with us? Mm -hmm. So um, I want to start, I'd say um, I started the application process um, pretty early um, because I had tips from people like Dr. C. Um, so that was in like the maybe June, July um, of my year going into, going into senior year. And um, I feel like I was really like passionate, motivated, and um, I really knew like exactly I got everything done on time. But um, as I continued to the end of the process, um, I feel like I got did get a little bit um, run down and like tired as I was, as I was uh, finishing up applying to the schools. So um, I would say like one of my regrets is not like um, fully pushing through, but um, I mean, I'm still working on like, as I said before, I really like to schedule things and um, really find a balance. And yeah. um, additionally, I feel like I could have been more connected um, with the organization around my city um, more. As I said, I was event coordinator um, of my school's key club, but yeah. um, like directly, um, like directly working for organizations, like um, I feel like I could have explored that more. But as I move on to um, my college experience, I definitely want to work with um, like firsthand um, on the lines with some organizations. Hmm. So good. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. I didn't really know all of those things that, you know, this is a long journey and, uh, you know, you started, um, you did the right thing by starting early. Your mom, you know, found us and, and we met, you know, I, I right, like we said, right after your freshman year, but it's a long journey. So you do need those sort of people to kind of keep you, you going all the way to the finish line. So thanks for sharing that. It's really nice. Um, when you were investigating colleges, um, what was most important to you? What were you looking for? What did you know? What were the values that you had that you wanted to see um, uh, come out in your college experience? Okay, so um, I feel like the most important one that I wanted to start with was um, location. I really wanted a school, um, not necessarily in a big city, but in a place in uh, a place big enough where I would be able to um, grow as a person and really um, expand on some of like the relationships and people that I meet. Um, that's very important for me. Mm -hmm. um, additionally, as I said, the culture of a um, campus is very important. Um, I, as I said, I'm a big um, sports person. So whether that be sporting events and just overall pride um, that you have on your campus is very important to me. Um, additionally, um, the extracurriculars that a school has to offer and um, to explain a little bit more on that, um, like because I was so involved in high school, I also want to do the same thing in college and really um, continue to explore um, whether it be collegiate level DECA or just other business um, related things that I'm able to explore. And um, one more thing that I'd look for that I didn't put on my original list is um, just being able to um, uh, undergo undergraduate research and really have a good connection with my professors. Um, I feel like that would definitely be important as I'm trying to grow as a person and really learn in times of difficulty. Ooh, that's a good one to add. Okay, so, you know, 
you're right after my own heart. I'm a big uh, collegiate sports fan for sure. So that I can see that was uh, important to you. And um, what you said about the research, I mean, like, I don't think too many students think about that maybe beforehand, just, you know, don't know about it, but connecting with professors is very important as you think, especially if you're thinking that you might go on to, to graduate school, whether it's, you know, to get your MBA or whatever, having those connections and relationships with professors, very, very important. Ooh, okay, Malik. Now you're going to tell us where you're going to college. And so I'm going to do like a little bit of a drum roll here. And then you're also going to share with us some kind of cool facts about the school as well. But all right. So I'm going to do a little drum roll. Okay, Malik, share with everyone where you're headed. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dr. C. I'm going to be attending the University of Virginia. In the oh, fall. my God. Mom's got the. Oh, my God. You're all about it. I love it. Woo! Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. This is fantastic. Congratulations. Come on in, Mom. Um, so this is super exciting. Uh, we were just saying how, you know, we, we met when he was so young. And now look at him now. So, Mom, what would you like to say to your son? And uh, as he's getting ready to, not too far from now, um, head, head to college. Um, Malik, I'm just so proud of you. You've worked so hard from junior high um, up to high school with everything that you've accomplished with all your extracurriculars and all the research you've done at school. So I'm just very proud of you and I'm very excited for your future. Also wanna thank you, Dr. C, for being a big impact on his life. Um, I don't think we could have done it without your help, um, having him enrolled in Dream College Academy and that the essay boot camp really boosted his chances for all those acceptances and we could not have done it without you. So thank you very much. Oh my gosh. Well, Malik has just really grown with our family as he talked about being a mentor at Dream College Academy and just having that confidence to just keep going and pushing forward. So I love the habits that you've created for yourself, Malik. You set yourself up for success. So share with us something kind of cool or different about UVA that maybe, you know, we don't all know. Maybe I, I don't think even what you have, I don't think I even know that. So share with us. Uh, so I have two things. Uh, first um, is, first is, a, the, called the Beta Bridge. Um, it's basically a bridge that runs throughout the middle of campus. And each year, um, students are able to write meaningful messages that they want like the underclassmen to see, um, like right when they step foot on campus. And that's definitely a, something I studied too. And then wow. also another event that um, is kind of cool and different from other schools is um, streaking the lawn. So um, on your senior year, you uh you run across your um you run across the the main lawn and with the without that many clothes and. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so I, de I definitely did not know that. That's pretty. That's pretty hilarious. So that is fantastic. So UVA had all of the things that you had just mentioned that you were looking for in a college and. Um, uh, you're going to, you're going to do so well and you're going to be, you know, great and it's going to set you up for success. So super, super proud of you. Oh my gosh. Are you so excited? When do you, um, I think I asked you this before we recorded, but when do you take off? Um, so I have orientation, um, July 25th, and then, um, I officially move in, um, August 18th. Okay. All right. Oh my goodness. 
All right, well, hold tight. I'm going to do the little wrap up here and then we'll both wave goodbye to, uh, to our audience here. So, oh my God. I told you, you guys were in for a treat. I mean, what do you, I mean, what's not to love about Malik and his mom? Let's thank Malik for being here with us today. Like I said, applying to college is not for the faint of heart. Uh, students like Malik are courageous and brave beyond belief to go through this process without knowing what's going to happen at the other end. So if you are watching today and want to learn more about the college application process, head on over to my website and download your free gift from me. You can go to drcynthiacolon.com, drcynthiacolon, C-O-L-O-N.com. Or if it's easier to remember, you can also just type in destinationuniversityyou.com and it'll take you to the same place. Also, if you if this episode has in any way fueled your confidence or helped to build your own dreams, please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. And if you are watching on YouTube, please hit subscribe. You can also comment and we'll be sure to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, you might have questions about Essay Bootcamp or Dream College Academy. All those things can be found on the website, but also you can also just schedule a call, a free consultation with yours truly. Uh, parents, you can join our Facebook group called Destination University, just like this podcast. That's all I have for you today, my dreamers. Remember, if you are a dreamer and a doer, just like Malik, you are welcome to join our family. Join us every week, the same time, same place. Until then, wherever you are, make sure you make it a happy and sunny day. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening this week to Destination University. Be sure to join Dr. Cynthia Colon again and get one step closer to your success. 